Welcome to the 4th Down Experience, the podcast devoted to special teams. Your host of the 4th Down Experience, former pro free agent, nine-year professional kicking coach out of the Midwest, Coach Chris Hughesby. Alongside Coach Chris Hughesby is a former two-time Arena Bowl champion, nine-year pro kicking coach, rep in the South, Coach Brian Jackson. Welcome to the 4th Down Experience Podcast. We have a fantastic episode today. First, I'm going to say hi to my co-host, Chris Hughesby. How are you, sir? Hey, I'm doing great, Brian. How are you? I'm doing great because we have a veteran on our show today that's going to provide so much value and expertise. He is one of the greats. Uh, Chris, are you excited about it, man? I sure am. I sure am. Nice, nice. Well, the annual Fred Mitchell Outstanding Place Kicker Award is provided to the nation's top collegiate kicker among more than 750 FCS, D2, D3, NAIA, JUCO football teams. The recipient of the Fred Mitchell Award is chosen based on excellence on the football field. Another thing that I like is you have to do things in the community. This is just a great award. For those of you that have been listening, tuning in, specialists, coaches, etc., parents, uh, this is basically like the equivalent of the Lou Groza Award for D1, but for D1 AA all the way down. Um, so actually, it's a much harder award to get because uh, you're competing against so many other specialists. But let's welcome our guest, Fred Mitchell. How are you, sir? I'm doing great. Thanks uh, for having me, uh, Brian and Chris. Uh, it's uh, wonderful to be with you guys. Yeah, thank you, Fred, for being on the 4th Down Experience. Uh, we appreciate it, and we've been looking forward to this for quite a while. So thank you. My pleasure. Yeah, so, uh, Fred, let's talk about the award. Um, you know, it's obviously uh, to the, the D1AA specialists in blow, there may be so many out there that have no clue about the award. There may be that they do, but uh, let's kind of talk about the award for a little bit. Sure. Uh in 2009, the uh, Chicago chapter of the National Football Foundation uh, decided to uh, come up with this uh, award, and uh, I have to thank uh, mostly uh, Chris Carney, who is still the uh, president of the Chicago chapter of the National Football Foundation. And uh, I was a sports writer for over 41 years with the Chicago Tribune, and I covered uh, a lot of the uh, National Football Foundation events and got to know Chris. And uh, he knew of my uh, background and, and experience as a, as a college kicker and a semi-pro football kicker. And uh, he had you know, several conversations about the fact that uh, there's a Lou Groza Award for the top college kicker in, in major college football. But uh, for small college kickers, uh, it, or in, in some cases, uh, as good, or if not better, than the major college kickers, uh, there was no such award. So he became intrigued with, with that and, uh, uh, and, and, and said, uh, hey, well, let's, let's have an award and name it after, after, after you. And I was, I was stunned and, and uh, grateful and, uh, and all those good things. Uh, and it sort of took off from there. Um, there's a 35-person selection committee, uh, which is pretty much a, a who's who among uh, uh, kickers and uh, coaches and people like 
the Hall of Famers like Paul Horning and uh, Marv Levy, uh, former you know Buffalo Bills coach, of course, uh, Kevin Butler uh, and Bob Thomas, former Bears coaches, uh, Nick Lowry, uh, on and on. It's a, a very impressive list of, of people on the selection committee. We take this uh, very seriously, and uh, every year uh, we do our best to uh, single out uh, outstanding kickers and, and from month to month during the football season, uh, we will acknowledge uh, outstanding performances by the kickers. And then finally, uh, toward the end of the season, we'll narrow it down to a top 10. And finally, uh, after that, we'll pick a winner. So uh, this will be the 10th uh, tenth winner uh, this year that, uh, that we'll pick and, and name in December. Uh, so I'm proud to have my name associated with the award. And uh, as you mentioned earlier, in addition to kicking performance, uh, community service is uh, uh, part of the criteria for, for picking the winner. So we've been fortunate to have some outstanding uh, individuals, not, not to mention uh, obviously great kickers, but outstanding individuals uh, in the community, and, and we're, we're very proud of them. Yeah, that's amazing. That's incredible. I So I went to a Division three school, uh, University of St. Thomas, so I've been, you know, for most of my career, I've been hearing about the Fred Mitchell Award. Um, Brian and I have had specialists we've trained make these lists, things like that. Uh, which, what, what, what I always wondered about, and you kind of mentioned it a little bit, but I'm wondering if you could elaborate more. Tell us a little bit more about how you go through the process of creating your preseason list. Yeah, sure. So uh, Rob Perry is the current uh, chairman of the Fred Mitchell Award uh, selection committee and and rob uh sort of spearheads uh, the effort to put together that uh, preseason watch list and what uh what he does and, and what we've done in, in the past is uh sends out uh emails and letters to all the 750 plus uh eligible colleges in, in the country as you mentioned that's uh, fcs uh division two II, division three NAIA and community colleges. So uh, the letters uh, basically, you know, outline the characteristics and criteria that we're looking for. And uh, if that sports information director from that school feels he has a a kicker who uh, should be considered for the award, then he will submit his name and uh, a paragraph or two about his accomplishments uh, on on the field as well as his uh, community service. So uh, we uh, we came up uh, this year with 34. I think we had 35 last year in the preseason watch list. And invariably, there, there are a few guys uh, whose names uh, do not appear on the preseason watch list, but that doesn't mean that they're not uh, worthy individuals and uh, uh, so that you don't have to be on the preseason watch list to necessarily win the award, but it gives us a good start, and as I said earlier, uh, from month to month, we'll highlight, you know, a guy who kicks uh, four, five, six field goals in a game, or, uh, uh, you know, kicks a, a game winner, uh, that, that type of thing, so we try to give as much recognition to, to some guys who have, you know, been overlooked uh, position-wise, uh, I think, uh, uh, on a national basis. Yeah, you know, this is great information. For all the viewers and listeners right now, hit the pause button 
and go follow Fred at Kicker34 on Twitter. Right now, hit the pause button, Kicker34, go to Twitter, follow Fred, send us a screenshot, let us know, and uh, we'll give you a shout-out on Instagram. So here, Fred, here's my question for you. All right, so I'm at a D3 school. Um, our SID person, I may not, I might not even know who that is in our department. Like, don't you think these kickers need to be a little proactive and be persistent? And okay, hey, I really want to get this award. This is like the top kicker award at this level that I can get. I want to know what kind of community service, like, you know, also the community service type of thing to maybe elaborate on that. Is that like going to the boys and girls club just once out of the whole season or like once a week? Maybe go in those details so these guys kind of know what they need to do in order to get their name uh, mentioned or maybe even talked about. Yeah, that's a good point. Yes, it, some, uh, quite often uh, the, the kickers have to be aware and, and, and proactive in, in this process. Uh, in terms of community service, you know, we're looking for things that, uh, that guys do either during their off-season or if they're – if they're able to do it, if time allows during the season, uh, perhaps something uh, an overseas volunteer trip uh, during the during the summer, or uh, uh, just helping out. It could be uh, you know working with the homeless. It might be working uh, to help people read. It could be donating something. Anything that uh, shows that that. Uh, you're going out of your way to, to help others and, and be a, a valuable member uh, of the community. Uh, that's, that's what we're looking for. And, and before we go on, I, I want to mention that our, our 2017 winner last year was a young man named Cole Tracy. Uh, and Cole uh, went to a Division two school in Massachusetts, Assumption College, and had uh, just a fantastic year. He made uh, 27 out of 29 field goal attempts, including a school record 53-yarder. He made all 67 extra points. So he had a total of 148 points. Uh, and the unique thing about uh, Cole's situation is the fact that he uh, redshirted as a freshman and has uh, another year of eligibility remaining. And... Uh, with the blessing of his coach at Assumption, uh, decided to become a graduate transfer at LSU. And uh, he's expected to handle the kicking uh, duties at uh, LSU. Uh, I believe they got a game this weekend uh, against Miami in Dallas. So uh, best of luck to him. He, 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 uh, you know, the one thing we emphasize about kicking and you guys know this as well as anybody is that uh, regardless of what level you're playing at the only difference is the size of the crowd that, that's watching you the, the field's the same size the goal posts are the same width uh, everything is, is the same on, on the field so uh, we feel that if you can do what uh, some of these guys are doing at Division 2 Division 3 uh, certainly they could do it at the, at the Division 1 level as well Yes, yeah. One thing I admire about observing and reading your Fred Mitchell list is kind of the variety of, of, of locations people are at. I think you have 22 different states. Um, you got 13 FCS uh, candidates, 11 Division Two, 9 Division Three, and 1 NIA. So you do a good job of sort of diversifying the list. Tell us how difficult it is to narrow down nominations to a list of 30-something kids. 
he's done very well. So there, there, I, I think every one of our winners has, at the very least, had a, an NFL tryout. And a couple of them, like uh, Tom Obarski, uh, Concordia in Minnesota, uh, he was in the camp of the Bengals and, and the Giants and really came close to making it uh, with, with the Giants. So we're proud of the fact that these guys get an opportunity. That's all you can ask for in life. And, uh, and perhaps more importantly, all these guys have, uh, who have not kicked in the NFL uh, and, and stuck uh, are, are doing well. Uh, in their careers, as, whether it's business or education or, or what have you. Uh, so we're, we're proud of that as well. Yeah, I mean, just there's a wide variety. Like both of you guys said, you know, 22 different states represented. Um, just, just I love how there's so many people that have opportunity from different levels. Uh, you know, and so for those of you that are wanting to know what we're looking at or, or what we saw, if you go to fredmitchellaward.com, uh, you'll be able to see what came out today was the Fred Mitchell Award preseason watch list. It was announced. So, Fred, here's a question for you. So, um, you know, this is out. This podcast is out. And so now let's say I'm like a D3 kicker and I want to go check it out. I'm really interested. I want to compete. I want to get this award. And I just saw this watch list come out and my name's not on there. So, like, does that mean now I'm not going to be in consideration for uh, the 2018 award? No, absolutely not. No, that's uh, there's a couple things. A couple things going on here. Uh, one, as we mentioned earlier, it, you know, it behooves uh, kickers to become aware of this award and be, you know, if necessary, proactive to the point of, of pointing this out to their uh, sports information director uh, and, and let, let them know that uh, hey, my my stats. Uh, measure up to some of these guys on this list. I should be on here, and I'm involved in the community. Um, so that's that's one thing that, that it can do. Mm-hmm. The other thing that we do as a committee is try to keep an eye on uh, outstanding kicking performances uh, at, at all levels. And, uh, you know, I'm on the Internet, and uh, several other people on the selection committee are, are doing the same thing. And we'll see a story and say, hey, so-and-so kicked five field goals, including the game winner with uh, two seconds left. And, uh, and then I'll look at our, 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 our list, our watch list, and say, hey, uh, this guy's name isn't on there. It should be on there. And we should recognize him for his performance uh, this particular month. And, uh, so, you know, ho- hopefully we can catch up to guys uh, that way if uh, – if their sports information director already already hasn't uh, alerted us. Right. So for all you kickers out there that follow us, that listen to us, or maybe you just heard about this podcast or heard about this award, you guys need to go follow Fred Mitchell on Twitter, Kicker34. Go to the website, fredmitchellaward.com. Do some research. Be proactive. Be persistent. The next step is you need to get in touch with your SID, your sports information director at your university, your school, Get linked up with them. Talk about how you can get involved with the community, and then have a season. You know, do well. Uh, get get in touch with your SID, and then contact uh, the folks at FredMitchellAward.com. So that way, you can get yourself in consideration for this award because there's a lot of competition. Uh, as Fred mentioned here on the podcast, there have been several specialists that didn't win, but they were like close, top three, top four, that went and played in the league, making six, seven figures playing in the league. 
shoot, we've even had Pat Murray on the podcast here, Fred. I don't even know if you're aware oh. of that. He was phenomenal uh, interviewee, just like yourself. He's a terrific, terrific young man. Uh, very proud of him, and uh, he shows <clears throat> shows up at our uh, <clears throat> excuse me our award ceremony every uh, every year in February uh, of each year. We present the Fred Mitchell Award during the National Football Foundation ceremony, and it's conducted at Hallis Hall uh, in uh, suburban Chicago, uh, where the Bears uh, facility is. And and Pat uh, flies in from New York or Florida, wherever he's coming from, uh, to be a part of that ceremony. And we certainly uh, appreciate his, his continued service there. That's great. Well, we're all excited to follow the process. So, Fred, I got a, I got some personal questions for you here. Some people may not know who you are fully, or they maybe just heard the award. Tell us a little bit more about your background as a kicker. How did you get into kicking, and maybe how has the game changed a little bit over the years? Um, you know that you've seen kicking go on. Sure. Uh, so I'm a lot older than you guys. So I'm, I'm going way back in time, but uh, I was a. Uh, uh, what we call a straight-on kicker you would, with the old square-toed shoe. Mm-hmm. And uh, I started kicking uh, uh, when I was seven years old. My father bought me a, a, a football and a kicking tee for, for Christmas. I went right in the, in the backyard and, and started uh, kicking from my backyard over a telephone w- wire in the alley, uh, just learning how to, to, to get the, the height uh, and it, it, and then uh, I advanced to the point of uh, uh, building my own makeshift goalpost. And I, I took uh, a, a pair of uh, bamboo poles and stuck them in the sand in an empty lot beyond, uh, beyond our house. And I used my mother's uh, old uh, clothesline for the crossbar. And uh, so I would kick back and forth from my backyard into this empty lot, uh, and then and then I kick it back from the empty lot into my backyard, uh, and that's how I pretty much taught myself uh, how to kick. And then uh, when I was uh, 14 years old, I was a sophomore in uh, gym class, and right before we were outside uh, on the baseball diamond, getting ready to start our whatever activity we were going to have. And uh, I was had a young man uh, hold for me at, at about second base, and, and I was kicking the ball over the right field fence. It was a real high fence, probably about 45 yards, I, I guess. And the gym teacher was uh, was also the head football coach, and he, he witnessed that and said, "Okay, you're you're on the football, you're on the varsity right now." Nice. And uh, so that was very rare. We're talking in the mid-60s now. Very rare in high school to have a, a kicking specialist. Uh, but that's, uh, that's, that's what, I, what I became. And I went on uh, from there to a small college in Ohio, Wittenberg University in Springfield, Ohio. And at that time, Wittenberg was uh, comparable to what I would say Mountain Union of Ohio and Whitewater of uh, Wisconsin are in terms of dominating uh, small college football. They have like a 30-game winning streak, and they didn't have a playoff system in place back then. 
so uh, Wittenberg was declared a, a, a mythical national champion. <clears throat> Excuse me, yeah. national champion. We were coached by uh, Bill Edwards, who was in the uh, pro, uh, College Football Hall of Fame. He happens to be uh, Bill Belichick's uh, godfather. Nice. And oh, wow. Bill Edwards and, and Paul Brown were uh, high school teammates, and, and then they went to Ohio State together. And then Bill Edwards uh, transferred over to, to, to Wittenberg. So anyway, uh, so I, I kicked it uh, at, at uh, Wittenberg uh, and set some records and uh, culminated by, by setting the yeah, NCAA uh, career kick scoring record. Uh, uh, my last uh, game of my senior year against Wagner College in Staten Island, New York. Nice. And uh, so that's. Then I, I kicked uh, semi-pro football. Uh, I know about your uh, arena football uh, history, and I, I, I tell people that uh, back then there was no arena football of, of any level. Uh, so if you didn't play in the NFL back then, uh, your only your only options, only other options, were to play in Canada or to play semi-pro football. So semi-pro football attracted uh, a very good quality of, of uh, football player. Right. In fact, uh, I played with the Columbus Bucks uh, for a, a little while, and they had eight members from Ohio State's uh, 1968 National Championship team on that uh, semi-pro football team, to give you an example of the quality of, of football there. Uh, I also coached football and taught English for five years right out of college. And uh, and then I played, uh, then I came up to Chicago uh, to start writing for the Chicago Tribune in 1974. And I kicked for the uh, Chicago Heights Broncos. And in 1974, I still have the letter. Uh, I wrote a letter to Wilson Sporting Goods, which is based here in Chicago. And it was a three or four page typewritten letter. And in essence, I said, uh, you know, uh, place kickers are, are similar to uh, relief pitchers. And they should be able to warm up on the sidelines before going into a game. Uh, you know, you're standing on the sideline in, in, in November or December and maybe only, you know, get one or two chances and, until the end. And they want you to kick the game win winner. You should be able to warm up. So, you know, I, I, I outlined what a, a kicking net, I suggested a kicking net be manufactured. <clears throat> and uh, I got a letter back from them saying, you know, you know this is a good idea, but uh, we don't know, we don't think there'd be that much of a market for it. <laughs> and uh, about a year later, they, they started popping up all, all over the country. So I, I wasn't smart enough to get a get a patent on that or else I'd, I'd be rich. Yeah. And, you know, Fred, shame on you for not making an arena football pro kicking net for us sitting in those hockey rink benches. You know? yeah, that's, that's a good point. That's a good point. <laughs> I, I, you know, it's, uh, I, I, I never was able to use one. Uh, so you could tell me better than, than I, uh, how, how much of a factor that is to, to be able to, to warm up on, on the sideline and kind of get, uh, get ready. Um, the other, the other thing that's much better nowadays is, is the surfaces. I, Never had a chance to kick off an artificial surface, and uh, I can imagine that's, that's much better than uh, the, the, the clumpy uh, high grass that we, that we had to deal with. But 
that's pretty much my background. I, I, I love kicking. Um, I was able to kick my age up until the age of 55, and uh, I haven't tried since. So uh, uh, it, it, it was truly a, a passion for me. And, uh, and the other thing that uh, you know makes me feel so good about the award now is that uh, we are able to pick out people from all over the country, like you mentioned earlier, and, and, and kickers have camps. So there were no kicking camps uh, as such when I was I would, have, I would have loved to have had that opportunity. And the other thing is the, the videos that you guys are able to create now and, and send out to colleges, uh, that was not a possibility then. So if you, uh, you know, wanted to try to impress a, a, a bigger school and say, you know, I can kick this as well as these guys, uh, it, was, it was a tougher, tougher situation. Uh, to do. If I had a video to show them uh, a practice workout or a couple of games, it, it would have been much different. So I'm glad these, these guys nowadays have that opportunity. Yeah, agreed. I mean, kind of kind in the same boat. I mean, uh, and I'm sure you're going to be aware of this name. You know, Carol White was the only kicking coach in the South um, when I was in high school, you know, in the Southeast. Right. Uh, she was the guru, the lady to go to. Um, and I think, uh, Chris, who was who was the who were the names when you were uh, kicking and training? Uh, when I was in high school, the only camp to really go to was the Gary's Honor kicking camp at Wisconsin River Falls back in the day. So I went to three kicking camps my whole high school and college career. Right. So like when Fred was kicking, there weren't any camps. When we were kicking, there were a few, and now there's uh, seven thousand kicking camps to go to. Right. <laughs> so, but at least like you said, Fred agreed. Like at least there's resources out there you know we uh chris and i have have told guys you know look like we don't know everyone out there um you know pick your two or three real really close guys that have similar philosophies and and just you know you don't have to go to 20 guys and and whatnot but pick two or three uh real quick fred i have i have one more question for you um this goes back to the award winner so once the award winner is announced uh maybe a silly question but what does the award? What does the winner actually um, earn or win? Yes. Uh, so, first, uh, let me say that uh, one of my big uh, thrills every year is uh, the opportunity to call the winner myself and and get him on the phone and, and uh, break the news to him first. That's, that's a, a tremendous thrill to to be able to do that. Uh, so, the winner, in addition to uh, receiving the, the Fred Mitchell Award trophy. He gets to come to Chicago uh, with his family, and, and that's paid for uh, through the National Football Foundation. Uh, they spend the weekend in Chicago. Uh, we, we have uh, lunch with them on, on a Saturday, uh, maybe go to a, a ball game or a Blackhawks game like I did uh, uh, with, with Cole Tracy uh, last year. Uh, then on on that Monday, which is I think President's Day, school school is out. Um, then the National Football Foundation ceremony is conducted. I give out the Fred Mitchell Award trophy. The school that he, the young man represents receives uh, scholarship money uh, as well. And there's a trophy that goes to the university as well as to the. Uh, kicker himself uh, to keep it at, at his house. Um, so it's, it's, a, it's a great 
time. Uh, we, you know, we go out to dinner after the event, and uh, a lot of the past winners uh, will, will be there. Uh, a lot of the members uh, from the Chicago Bears, former members of the 85 Bears, will be there. Guys like Steve McMichael and Richard Dent and uh, uh, guys like that. Uh, they're, they're a bunch of Hall of Fame NFL Hall of Fame uh, players there. There are college coaches like uh, Pat Fitzgerald from Northwestern and coaches from, from Illinois State and uh, Illinois and, uh, and and all over are, are present. So there are a lot of, a lot of dignitaries and, and really a good chance and opportunity to, to make some, some good connections. And uh, it is, it's a, a wonderful, wonderful weekend, I think. Nice. Well, Fred, my last question that I have for you, and I've enjoyed this conversation, and I've learned a lot more about the award myself, um, is the current hot topic for kickers. You know, do you think the kickoff is going to be eliminated at some point? And, and actually, have you thought about, will that affect how you choose and select uh, your watch list in the future? Uh, uh, I don't think it's going to be el- eliminated. Um, you know, we're seeing some, some major changes being made uh, already in terms of not allowing the kickoff team to have like a 10 yard running start uh in in you know not having the wedge blocks and things of things of that nature i think there's just um too much tradition involved in the game of football to dramatically change it that way uh so i would be quite surprised at that uh in terms of how we choose our, our kickers, I, I don't think that that would have affected too much. Uh, you know, we, we look mainly at, at the field goal percentage and, and extra point uh, percentage and, 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 the, and the distance uh, on the field goal. So I don't know that that will change. The, the game is still football, you know, and uh, so many games are, are determined by the, the, you know, the team that has the better kicker, uh, let's face it. Uh, as much as some people try to minimize uh, the, the impact of kickers and, and try to make them interchangeable, uh, the fact is uh, when you don't have one, that's when you, you really realize uh, how, how important they are. So I, I, think, uh, I think the kicking game will remain uh, an integral part of, uh, of football. Awesome. Uh, hey, Fred, this has been an outstanding interview. Um, definitely a unique one out of the 30 plus episodes we've done here on the Fourth Down Experience podcast, just bringing so much awareness to the Fred Mitchell Award. Uh, Chris and I just want to thank you for everything that you and your team have done and are, are doing for specialists out there. And again, thank you so much for being on the podcast with us this week. Well, thank you guys for having me on, and, and uh, I congratulate both of you guys for uh, for, for recognizing the, the fourth down experience, if you will, and, and how important special teams are uh, to, to the game of football. So uh, uh, kudos to you guys as well. Yeah, appreciate it, Fred. Yeah, we're just trying to be ambassadors just like you. So um, you're a guy we look up to and for trying to change the game and, and, and keep it going and giving us specialists a little fraternity to be a part of. So. Uh, again, it was an honor to have you on, and we appreciate it. And uh, we'll be in touch down the road. I think we'll probably have to check in with you uh, maybe at the end of the season, though. That'd be, that would be terrific. It's, uh, it's going to be a great season, and some more great kickers are going to emerge, I'm sure. So I uh, uh, look forward to, to visiting with you guys again. Awesome. Thanks, Fred. 
We'll talk to you soon. Sounds good. Thanks. Wow, Chris, I'm just blown away, man. Like this whole time, the last 10 years, we're sitting here training all these specialists that are going on a D1AA and below programs that are ballers. And we should have probably been a little more proactive in helping these guys have more awareness. And you know, at least we're at least we're catching it now, right? Yeah, I agree. Uh, that was a fantastic interview. I enjoyed learning more about it. Getting to know Fred a little bit. And I agree with you. Um, just let these specialists know to get more involved with the community. You know, one, if you want to be recognized for the award, but two, I mean, it's just a good thing to do is get give back to the community as well. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know, and guys, uh, you know, if you have a kicking coach that you work with or kicking coaches that are maybe listening to this, like, let's let's get this out. Like, retweet our tweets on 4th Down Experience. Follow Fred at Kicker34. Again, on Twitter, just go to Kicker34. Send him a DM. Tweet him film. Like, be proactive, be persistent. And try to get that award because that's a very prestigious honor. Well, guys, uh, thanks a lot for listening to this podcast. Hopefully, you enjoyed it. Um, the season is just right around the corner, so we're excited to start talking about some of the things going on in the industry. And uh, again, thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week. Yeah, and before we get off here, if you enjoyed this episode, if this brought you value, help us out and leave us a five star review. Leave us a little comment and note how we helped you out. We would really appreciate it. And make sure you subscribe and retweet our stuff. Love you guys. Thanks for tuning in. Later. Thank you for listening to the 4th Down Experience. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at 4th Down Experience.